Sweet. Alrighty. So- All right, guys. Welcome back to the Grace Accept Evolve podcast with James and Ray. How you doing today, James? I am doing pretty fantabulous. Ray, thank you for asking. How about yourself? Fantabulous. Love that word. Very cool word. Um, myself. Yeah, I strangely enough, I've been pretty tired this week, to be honest. Something's going on where it's like um I feel like some things are taking extra energy. Mm. Even if it's more mental, emotional energy than physical Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I'm currently in a state where me and a few friends, we are doing a devotional practice where we Mm -hmm. pick a devotion every day um, of our choice, like a meditation, walking, yoga. And we pick it for seven days just to devote to ourselves and the divine of our choice or higher self, whatever, even just ourselves. And so mine's yoga and I was skipped my practice this morning, but you know, it's just to get it done sometime during the day. And, um, yeah, I did it right before our recording. So that was really nice. Really nice. Wow. Wow. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And how long did you say it's going? What's the duration of the devotion? Or is it about a, seven days? Time? And okay. I mean, always my intention when I do something for seven days, it's I have it in the back of my mind that it's basically the foundation of something longer for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. But for the people that are you know, friends that are doing it with me, we are. Um, I'm only asking them to do it for seven days, or you know, they're joining with me for seven days just to experience it there's no pressure to continue and really there's no pressure honestly to show up every day if if mm. anything we just draw back to the practice and even and remember that we do have the intention to devote some time to ourselves even if the time gets away from us if that makes sense even just the awareness that that's that's going to be the intention at some point um and that might be a little bit confusing but it's just the fact is sometimes people still don't get to their devotional practice because it takes a while sometimes Mm. to cultivate something very consistently. So, um, so yeah, I'm like, I guess I'm on day three of yoga and it's been very peaceful, been very, it's, it's helped to create some peace. There we go. It hasn't, I have not been very peaceful, but it's helped to cultivate peace in my life when I need it. Beautiful. And does it feel a, certain way does it feel more beneficial or different that you're doing it with a group of friends like does it feel more extra special or versus like if you were you know initiating to just do it independently um you know honestly i'm kind of like leading the group so okay program versus participate um the the I won't say it's a pressure, but there is a, a responsibility, I think, on the leader that created said program to do said program. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, so it actually holds me more accountable. And actually, one of my friends that wasn't really in the group that's doing it, I she called me randomly a couple of days ago, and she's like, "I need to do some things for myself. Can we just text each other every day to check in and make sure we're doing what we said we wanted to do?" Oh, and that's really been helpful as well. So, 
Yeah. Um, I have a lot of people in my life that really are wanting to, how do I want to put it? I don't even want to know. I don't know if it's even like self-care, but I truly feel like what we're really trying to do is pull some things off of our plate by dedicating time to ourselves. Like moments like this will bring more clarity. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. we're trying to make space for clarity by doing the devotional practice. I think that's what the devotion brings in is like clarity and, um, yeah, things like that. So Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, um, well, when you were sharing it, it would have brought up for me as actually I was just, I had a meeting, uh, before a meeting <laughs> that I was talking about, you know, with, with, uh, Claire and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking me and, uh, our friend down was talking before the meeting and, um, yeah. And I was just sharing how, like how much, you know, as a meditation host or facilitator, like I meditate, you know, when I'm, even though I'm facilitating, I'm actually meditating at the same time. And so I was sharing with him how, actually hosting meetings and having meetings, A, it's a mutual benefit. And it's obviously it's a, a symbiotic thing in a relationship or connection. Uh, and I just ensure it was like, yo, I'm definitely meditating while I'm facilitating. It's just a different, it's just coming out in a different way. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'd, I'd either meditate as a participant or I meditate as a facilitator, which is, is just a different type of um, uh, experience. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so it's in somewhat it's, it's easy or it keeps me consistent, you know, because yeah. having a host in a group, hosting meetings, um, a, like you said, as accountability, I'm like, oh, okay, I actually, you know, put out the, the, the signal of the flag for people to show up. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so yeah. I have to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to that, and in addition to that, I'm getting something from it too. So like if we're meditating in nature, if whatever preparation or routine comes up for the day, like I'm just as in in awe as the the guests are just, you know, benefiting as much as the guests by um, participating. So yeah, um, yeah, I feel you on that. I know that like probably even with what you do, we probably get a similar response. Like people will thank us for what we do. And we're like, you just don't even know how much like this has like changed my life and like how the participation and the community also, I think that they believe we just do it for them, (laughs) you know? And I I always try to correct them. I was like, at least for me, it looks like a selfless act a lot of times, but it is really fun. And it is really great to have a community and to have people to share ideas with, especially like-minded people. And so I always reiterate to them. I was like, yeah, you're welcome. And, you know, thank you for being here because without you, this wouldn't exist. And we have a lot of fun here or we, we find a lot of peace here and we find a lot of perspective here and it's all a contribution. So it's like, um, I always think it's interesting when people thank me for things, um, for holding this space when like, Mm -hmm. I, like I get these weird 
feelings where I'm going to get emotional a little bit. I can feel it in my eyes, but I don't think I'm going to cry, but it's like, it really is. It really is fun. Like I wouldn't do it as consistently with a group of people if it wasn't, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm definitely benefiting a lot from just as much as, as they are. And I just don't, if people haven't led groups, they may not get that, but when they do, if they do, they will understand too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, it, it makes me think of, and I might've shared this in the last episode or one of the last episodes, but, um, someone recently when I was in Austin, she, she said, uh, about her programs that she offers, she said, uh, she received the download of the message that what, what she's creating is creating her. And so mm. she's like fully, fully aware that through the acts and through the activity, through the action that she's taking, she's also evolving and getting something from it and benefiting. And mm. then that's also um, serves as the energy, you know, uh, uh, AKA motivation is her personal mm. growth along with, you know, what she's offering or what's the growth that's coming through her, you know, through her activities. So, um, yeah, when she said that, I was, I was, it was one of those, those statements of like, Oh yeah, I totally, I totally get that. And yeah, I'm totally like internalizing that because mm. there's full awareness that, um, you know, and, and I appreciated her expression is, you know, the, that full awareness that, Oh, this is, this is just as much as for me as it is for those that attend. And even like when, you know, we started out before the pot, this episode as well, setting that intention that what's coming through us or what's being shared um, is beneficial all the way around, you know, mm-hmm. beneficial for our ears or my ears and any other of the listeners and so forth and so on. So, yeah. And I also feel like that's, a balanced way to go about things, at least for me, mm-hmm. like I said, because if I, if it was another, any other way, I might get depleted. And I guess yeah. maybe even to, um, maybe I guess in a way piggyback off our last episode, or at least when we we're talking about the, the grace piece, uh, yeah, just kind of taking a step back or, or just having a moment of awareness and being like assessing of like, okay, am I really, what am I getting? You know, what am I getting from this activity or from this connection? Am I really uh, benefiting from it? Um, Or if I don't feel like I'm benefiting from it, what can I tweak in my own perception or approach Mm -hmm. to where it is that where it does feel beneficial? And so sometimes that's the the answer or solution as well. It's like I need to bring into my own awareness how I'm benefiting and hold that as like the key focus of the goal or the vision for doing something. Uh, cause if I lose sight of it, then, you know, I, my, my attention might go towards something else and yeah. Um, yeah. I might feel differently. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think that that's always, that's always been something, especially with becoming somewhat of like, um, leader myself, which it just, I didn't feel that way up until like recently, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. it's just been, you know, I feel like intention is everything. Energy is everything. Mm. And I also have really struggled with like being like sometimes very human in front of my, I call them my friends because they're like, they've become oh, so, yeah, they're so close okay. in my community that I call them friends. Cause they truly feel that way. Um, but sometimes 
I struggle to let them know that I'm having a rough day or I am, you know, upset or I'm having, um, you know, just different things because, um, I don't want to bring them down. Like they really look to me to help them, you know, feel better or Mm. shift perspectives. But, um, lately I've been pushing myself as even just like, a teacher somewhat to be able to show that like how I actually move through tough emotions. I think that's what I do. That's what I, that's what I teach. And so a lot of times I get to teach people after the fact, but lately with some things going on, um, I've been very like exhausted in front of them and telling them like, you know, and actually I do want to talk a little bit about it. I don't know if I want to talk specifically about some issues within the world at large, what I'm having mm-hmm. issues with, uh-huh. but I was curious how, um, your dialogue when it comes to kind of like caring about, we can call it any kind of politics of any, t- any kind really uh-huh. as a spiritual teacher and as someone that holds space for all, you know, I, I feel like we're very welcoming people. We want to welcome all people into circles and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, or at least we would like to think that we would. Um, do you ever feel tugs back and forth around like how to feel when you're around, you know, because with, with the state of the world, people typically like to pick sides. So mm. As spiritual teachers, do you do you like to pick sides or how do you deal with opposing views? How do you deal with opposing views? And how do you deal with loving people on the opposing views? Because I have some messages that were given to me this week, but I'm curious if we hear the same ones. Well, ask that question again. <laughs> well, so you said... Uh, hold up. Say the two components again. What, are, what, are, what What's the question? So when, uh, basically when we see politics ramping up and like not uh-huh. to talk about any, we don't have to talk about any specifically, right. but mostly whenever, if there does something, something comes up in the political climate in our world at large, and we disagree with a certain other group, um, how do you, how do you try to keep whole when it feels like, the culture is trying to fracture us through ideas and, you know, pit one person against the other. And then sometimes maybe even family, um, and doesn't even have to be through politics. This could even be like just people that you care about or people that you see these schisms that like start to create because of differing viewpoints. And sometimes it is really amplified whenever it's all on the media and things like that. But, um, what do you do when you, start to feel that pull to pick a side or do you pick a side and you just like let other people go with grace? Like, does that make sense? Or do I still distill it a little bit more? Yeah. 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 I can respond. Um, So I guess just talking directly and just talking it out. um, Usually I have the same approach uh, irregardless of the topic or scenario. Mm-hmm. Irregardless of the context. Mm-hmm. So yep. again, like I was at a meeting earlier today, I was sharing how um, I guess this is uh, again getting more. I mean, it's not super private, but it's just sharing with the public, right? Uh, a big part of my meditation practice is driving. Okay. So driving in the city that I live in, 
Right. Uh, there's bumps, there's potholes, there's, you know, people on bicycles, walking, drunk driving, people driving and texting, people who driving with emotions. Actually, so for me, driving is the most um, interaction I have with the mass public, you know, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Again, it may be a certain type of interaction, but again, people are on the road. We're on the road together. We're all trying to get to a destination and someone's, you know, driving erratic. Someone's emotional. Someone might be in a rush to get to work. Some people are just driving calm. Some people are driving really, really slow. So my navigation or, or goal or role, A, my intention is to get from A to B safely and, you know, in harmony. And I just keep that as my focus and my intention. So almost like when mm. we, you know, like we were just talking about with um, um, being focused on an intention about doing an activity, what is my intention? Like, what is my main purpose in it? What is my main goal? And I kind of let that navigate or guide the activity or the response or the interaction. And yeah. so even if the context mm-hmm. is politics, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's still an assessment of like, well, who am I talking to? Like, what's all happening in the moment? What is the context? Is this a family member? Is this someone I have to, um, uh, is, this, is this someone that's being irate? Is this someone that's trying to have an argument? Or is this like, what is the feeling of, so I guess it's on a case by case basis in, in, in my own personal interaction with it. Uh, but usually I still revert back to intention as far as like people goes and, 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 um, ways of communication solutions, you know, resolving resolute, you know, allowing people to, to talk. So it, it, in a way it's almost like still, I could get caught up in that story. Like this person has a story happening in their head, whether it's political, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, whether it's, um, you know, related to the job and being present for, um, yeah, what's, what's happening in the moment. Hmm. I like the driving example. I like that driving example a lot because, um, also not gonna lie. I'm thinking of all the times we've driven together uh-huh. in the city that you live in. And, uh, you know, you'll use, I remember that one a couple of times you'll honk the horn. I was like, James, you honk the horn. You're like, yeah, I tell people that that's how we communicate down here. I was like, very interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and uh definitely feel like um something that i've been leaning into quite a bit is you know i my focus is the good the good for all that's what's really grounded me and what's whenever i do see things trying to make me say this or say that or lean this way or lean that way i'm like what is the good for everyone how and what are we not seeing here? Mm-hmm. And um, truly, even if I find something in our world that's slightly dangerous for one group over another, and I really feel that way about something, um, I still return to, I still want people that think that this was the safer option, even though I see danger there, I want them to be safe as well. You know, even if they're, in my opinion, I think something is ignorant, just being honest, like this is what I have to go through on a daily basis at times, not always, but that currently, 
I'm like, wow, I just can't understand that. I think that was the stupidest decision and it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of the people that may not see it that way. And I think, wow, I really hope that they don't have to see that danger. And I hope what I'm thinking is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I hope it doesn't happen to the people that thought it was the best choice. Like I still think of all, and that's what kind of gets me to not be so inflamed and, um, and still try to think of solutions that benefit everyone. Cause I think that's what, and I don't know that everybody's called to think that way. I, I don't have the answer for that, but I do know it helps me in those moments to really lean in and not get distracted and not think that I'm on one team or another, but that we are all, um, we are all one and, um, continue to make sure I remember that even when the world wants us to believe that we are separate, which is what I think happens a lot. It's, you know, there's a lot of lies out there making us believe that we're not, we're not the same Mm -hmm. and, um, Mm -hmm. and that we shouldn't be in this together, you know, and, um, it's in those moments. I will tell you, James, my body has a different reaction. Like I literally will feel, I will not sleep well, I will feel this energy in my body that I don't feel on a daily basis. And it oh, wow. feels, it feels like I'm not in my body or something. It's very, it's very unnatural. It feels better to remember that we are all one and we should all care about each other versus the other one, which is just not, does not feel, I can feel it in my body. That's the only way I can describe it. Mm. So, um, but yeah, part of me did want to like maybe mention this. And again, like, I'm not, I'm not too interested on like maybe focusing in on a topic because I really want people to think about this in any part of their life. Maybe they are disrupted. Maybe their inner peace is disrupted by political climates, but also maybe there's something going on in your family as well, or at your job. Like this really can happen anytime, anywhere. Um, and honestly, anytime I believe that I'm the one that is right, I feel like I suffer the most. And I don't think that I like it. I didn't realize it until kind of got to this part of my journey mm-hmm. that thinking I was right was causing me to suffer, but it really mm. was. It's exhausting thinking wow. that I'm right. And everyone else is wrong. It's really wow. tiring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 It sound, yeah, it, yeah. I could feel that. It sounds like it. Yeah. And so actually it's interesting because, uh, or synchronistic, because one of the things uh, I've been talking about recently is I just got comfortable or I just resonated on a deeper level of the word practice. Mm. So I'm not sure if anyone, um, well, I never talked about, about, about it before or, and I'm not sure, I'm, I'm sure no one ever paid attention, but I rarely ever used the word practice in like mm. hosting and meetings or describing anything. Cause I was like, I ain't practicing. I was like, I'm doing it. Like, okay. Mm. So even if I think of say life or the world or people or personalities or an experience on a spectrum. And so on one end of the spectrum may be, you know, maybe different degrees of like, oh, okay, I'm doing it at 70%. Or I'm doing it at 80%. Or I'm doing it at 20%. On some level I'm doing it. So in my head, I was like, I'm not practicing. I'm, you know, I'm just doing it. And just so da 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 da. And then so recently, like the context of, okay, it's sunk in on a deeper level of like everything 
all the techniques that we do when we meet in groups and we gather, it's like, oh, I have to like implement this real time. <laughs> so like I actually have to live it, not like, yeah, doing it, sitting down, meditating, focusing in on the breath and da da da, da you know, using visualization, all these things. That's one thing as, you know, at a meeting within the group, yet as you're saying, what, how is it to do it when I'm actually at work or when I'm actually in a job that, I, you know, in a situation I, I desire to be, you know, quote unquote different, or when I'm in communication with a loved one and there's uncomfort, like how well, and again, to what degree am I able to notice the breath, relax the muscles? Um, even if I see a situation of frustration or something that, you know, agitates me, how much am I able to shift the narrative or the visualization, the images in my head, the imagery in my head and picture resolution or picture, um, the situation turning out, you know, it's picture, uh, you know, receive inspiration to, continue to move forward or, or to make steps, activate steps versus like, okay, another scenario, again, I might act out of anger. And again, this, that's maybe appropriate or that's authentically what happened. Now, do I want to respond or react that way all the time? No. So again, that's the reason also motivation for hosting or participating or um, in these types of experiences or, or, um, advocating for these type of experiences, so to, so to speak, or, or, gatherings, I should say, is so that, at least that's my intention, is so that it becomes ingrained in my psyche or perhaps the psyche of attendees and it becomes habit. It becomes okay. natural. It becomes a, a different sort of program where, okay, if, like you say, the context is work and I got a coworker and my spine is on fire <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. or my upper back or, you know, or the lower neck area is super, super tight. And yeah. And so, or someone presents a, you know, a really charged up issue or topic. It's like, okay, can we bring harmony or can we bring balance to the situation? Can we, and even, you know, in a larger scale, can this feeling of balance or element of balance come to a, a better agreement? I was like, oh, okay, I'm not really sure. And I could say better agreement or at least clarity about what someone's true intentions are, because mm -hmm. especially on mm -hmm. the political scheme, yeah. you know, many, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of illusions, and there could be ulterior right. motives and plans and all this other sort of stuff. Um, but obviously that could happen politically, personally, whatever the case yeah. may be. And so at least that it might bring me to more clarity about what the issue is or what the intentions are, which then could still bring me more to clarity to about how to proceed forward and what action to take from here. Yeah. And so again, I, I definitely want to be clear to the audience as well, is that um at least in my journey for sure, definitely this 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 meditation or these ide ideologies and philosophies, at least from my lens, doesn't definitely mean to be passive and just to, you know, passivity is appropriate in some situations. And then um, taking action as well, too, is important, equally as important. Yeah. And so, uh, again, going back to my own intention is, yeah, I wanted to have action. I just, you know, 
I want it to be, I, I prefer to act from, from the most part, from a very centered place and then a very clear place. Now, obviously there are moments to where um, there's rage and there's, there's, you know, the bull comes out or something like that. But, you know, and I'm okay with that as long as it's not every day or, or all the time, because even again, going back to getting caught up in narratives or stories or, the, you know, society or what's happening all the time. It's like there's 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 news headlines flashing every day. Like even when I go to check the the weather channel, and you know, forgive me to the weather weather channel if they ever give us a sponsorship, but mm-hmm. uh, we could discuss shifting things. But if anyone notices, like if you go to weather.com or even AccuWeather or whatever, it's always reporting disasters, you know, disastrous right. things in the world. It's like this area just flooded and this area just, you know, had a tsunami. And it's like, God, dog, can we, you know, can you show uh-huh. me the beach? <laughs> you show me the beach? Like, I just want to know what degree today is like, uh, uh, I, you know, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And uh, I guess even elaborate, it's almost like social media in a sense. It's like, even when I go through social media, which I rarely do anyway, like I check it, but I don't really sit there and just scroll because... I had to start earlier the other day or whatever. It's like, it's insane to me, my own interpretation. It's putting me in the head space or in the lives of other people every single day. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like I have to just be aware that I I don't, uh, for my own sake, I don't have the capacity to be aware of what everyone's or what a large number of people are doing or what's happening in their life every single day. I do have the capacity to glance and communicate and share a little bit. And then again, that's my own capacity. So this is me speaking about myself. Um, and I said that to say, I was using that as an example for activities in the world. Like I don't fully have the capacity to, um, be ultra engaged in every single event happening around the world. Now I do have the capacity to uh, do something about things that I see locally or things within my household or things that are happening with friends and hopefully as well to inspire again, friends that are more connected and have more influence and, um, or, you know, uh, hold certain positions and so forth and so on. Um, I just know my lane for sure is to, to take care of, be centered, and then, you know, address what pops up in my immediate space. And then also, oh, I guess let's put it this way. I have to make sure my cup is full (laughs) because it's easily like there's so many, you know, that's why marketing is so high and stuff. There's organizations, even to go back to social media, there's organizations and companies that they do want to know what's happening in everybody's life every single day. Like okay. their computer programs, algorithms, all this kind of stuff that they benefit from certain behavior, being aware of the behavior patterns and even influencing the, you know, cookies on our browsers, even being able to influence the behavior and the mindsets of people, individual people on an every single day basis. As a right. human, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so, um, and so, yeah, so I, I try to, in those situations, too, I try to keep perspective. 
You know what I mean? I yeah. try to, again, have a balanced perspective or keep a certain perspective of like, okay, what am I capable of doing? In some situations, it might be donate. In some situations, it might be share. In some situations, it might just be conversation, you know, passing on the message of like, oh, this is a thing. This is happening in the world. And again, it might spark someone else. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like my approach to uh, those different elements or scenarios. Um, yeah. And again, you know, it's on a case by case basis, but definitely action, definitely taking time out to make sure, you know, internally I'm, I'm, I'm centered or solid or clear as much as I can be. And then kind of going from there, you know, making yeah. the decision choices from there. I really like how you said, um, I like to make sure my cup is full because as you said that I just got this vision mm. of like media and social media, if we want to distinguish the two mm. as like one is news and then one is just like people's stories and news on our, um, social media pages. Um, when you said fill my cup up, I actually saw a bunch of empty cups just mm. pushing over and over and over. It's like the minute you even bring a little bit of um, water in it, and maybe it's not a full cup, but you maybe found some piece and it started to fill up, they push it over again and they push it yeah. over again. It's like anytime mm. you get any kind. And that's why, even though I, I do like your definition of practice versus doing, and it's like, oh, I do it. I still, you know, I still enjoy the name practice, even though I really enjoy what you just shared, because I will, I will keep that into account some now, but that's kind of what I think about for a practice because a practice is controlled. I can control mm. my mat and I can control wow. like the journaling I do in the morning, but what I can't control is when that person gives me a dirty look because they, you know, know something about me that they didn't before. And, uh, which is something that I feel like I'm dealing with. I did, I did speak out about some things and I feel like some people in my life have looked at me a little bit differently because I spoke up about a topic that actually kind of made me annoyed and or mm. felt, felt a little dangerous. And so I made that clear. And, um, and I do feel like some people look at me different and I've had to really kind of stand tall and be like, you know what, it's okay if people look at me different. This is an aspect of what I think. And I'm allowed to say what I think. And if that changes their whole perspective of me off of one opinion, mm. it doesn't do that for me, for them. And that's what I hold at my center is like, they will probably get over this. And if they don't, that's okay. But I'm not going to let the way they treat me necessarily be how I treat them in return. I'm still going to mm. smile. I'm still going to say good morning because that's not all of me. One belief I have is not all of who I am, Right. but a lot of people like to classify us that way. But yeah. And so with the practice on these moments where I can control in the morning or in the afternoon, when I have time with myself, the showtime is, is on the field when you come against the people and like, you're being tested in real time. How, how is your practice showing up on the field on in the, in the middle of this, uh, something you couldn't control basically. Right. And I've seen so many benefits from that. Like it has helped me take deep breaths when I do feel that shift of energy, maybe feeling judged or also just being more open to speak up about certain things that I like that I couldn't before because of Christian or, um, background around people that I slowly start to be more vocal about things I like, whether mm. people like it or not, and having that confidence. 
um, having that confidence in myself. And that's also helped me respect others when they speak out about things. That's why I respect other people's thoughts and opinions, even if I don't like them, is because I know what it's like to be on the other side of it and hated for what I think or feel. So I try to give people the same respect, but like, you know, so all these things to say, um, yes, there's been so many benefits like with yoga and with meditation, with journaling in general, journaling has saved me from a lot of, I won't even say conversations that I, that I could have had like in an angered state, but it has helped me have perspective again, that a lot of times when I get in an argument, it's because I'm, I feel right. Mm. I feel like the right one in the situation and I'm not taking the other person's perspective into account. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, Ray, not everybody is, not everybody is right. Like maybe this person's really wrong in my life. You could be correct. And what I really feel is like, it's never helpful to point out where someone's wrong. And I feel like I've always gotten more, it's been a better conversation when I can at least hear where they're coming from, even if I think they're wrong. It's, it helps me to, um, coexist. Mm. Mm. Coexisting, I think is one of my ultimate in harmony. Like you said earlier, how can we, how can we continue on together in the best way possible. Right, 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 right. For sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. Very sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. But I, I'll, and now I, I just enjoy how much we, uh, I love how you, how you did distinguish the doing. I will keep that into account. And I, I like, as always, I always like, how we think of things very differently, but I think they're, it's like the same, but different. It's just whatever resonates with whoever I would, I would be interested. I would be interested in knowing who listened and like who does see it as a practice and who likes the, the, the more doing more active part of it. I'd be really curious what resonates with who not, not to make it a competition or anything, but more of like, I'm really interested in how things resonate with different people, if that makes sense. And the different types of, you know, but this even goes back to when we were talking about context. So I feel like both are applicable. It's just in what context. Mm -hmm. So in the actual context of the gathering and the event, or like you say, the day or, or, or the experience in that moment, it is, it's an experience. I am doing, it's a doing. Like we're doing hand postures, we're doing, or it's a happening, you know, whichever. Mm -hmm anyone might, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> refer to it's a happening. It's happening. Yeah. Right. It's happening. And so now in the context of everyday events outside the meeting, it's a practice. So it's a practice for those everyday events and interesting experiencing it or it happening in those situations as well. So it's a happening and an experience or doing at the event. And then at the same time, it's also practice for everyday situations and everyday mm -hmm. events. And so yeah. the, it's a little bit of both or it's a duality yeah. type, you know, scenario. Yeah. Um, which again, and I'm kind of getting the in, in inclination. We don't have to go there, but I'll touch on <laughs> it a little bit. Again, these situations that seem opposing 
And when I was talking about having the ability or having more clarity about the motive, the motives or the intentions behind people, you know, with certain viewpoints or, or just having more context is like in the context of what their intention is or their motivation is, uh, they're, they are right in the context of their motivation. Right. Yeah. And so in the context of a different motivation or a different set of experiences or a different mindset, that person is more in alignment, that decision or process. And then even in saying that, I'm like straying away a little bit from the, the labels of right and wrong, but more so like, okay, like you say, harmony, what's logical, what makes sense, which more, what's more beneficial for masses of people or, or, or right. the greater good, you know, the greater collective. Um, and so again, if, if there's a situation where major companies profit in a certain kind of way that we're not aware of, or that's not privy to us. And that was kind of discussed in the boardroom. And again, even if I'm viewing, um, let's just go there, a country as a business, you know, if I'm doing society as a business or looking at it from a business lens, a decision that may make business sense to a, a company or people who are generating revenue off of certain events or it may not make sense on a everyday individual level. And so this person may be making a business decision, even though it looks, you know, it's labeled whatever we want to call it, council, collective, group, board, whatever. Um, but on a personal level, even almost like, um, you know, I'll tap on, I'll touch on it a little bit, just a little bit. Some people's, even some people's political views are business based. It's not like, mm. it's not so personal about this and that or beliefs about this and that. They're like, hey, my taxes, like, hey, this promotes my business, which helps me provide for my family and provides for my employees and da 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 da. And it's what I set out to do when I started business. This is business. Like, I don't know, you know, everybody else could be talking about something different, but their political views are based off of business or financial, um, you know, moves. And yeah. so I, I, you know, again, based off of that context, that's where their passion comes from. And that's where their motivation comes from. While the other person be like, Hey, um, it just ain't right. Or I'm struggling or, um, Oh, something just popped up or this doesn't feel good. You get what I mean? Like this doesn't yeah. feel like the right, this doesn't feel appropriate. This doesn't feel like, like this angers me. This feels like discrimination. This feels like whatever the feeling is coming up in the moment, you know, again, even again, one person might be logical, making a logical decision or a mental decision. And the other person yeah. might be making an emotional decision. So again, it's, 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 there's, um, different motivations involved and a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors or, or does it say layers in some cases. So I tend to kind of keep all that in account depending yeah. on, you know, how I, again, move or act or, or engage, you know, in situations. And so again, I, I still encourage everyone to, um, 
just have an appropriate response or even if it's authentic, but appropriate based on a situation. Cause again, I'm, I don't advocate for, uh, um, again, someone, so, you know, suppressing themselves or someone belittling themselves or anything like that, or feeling like one perspective is more important than the other and this, that, and the third, it's more about, yeah, be like their, their viewpoint is about, not there as far as like a side inside of politics, but I'm just saying that person who's listening to this, let's even clarify it a little bit more. The person who's listening to this, your viewpoint is valid and yeah. your viewpoint is important. And so figuring out it's even as important to give it time, give it clarity, even strategize or be clear about the action you want to take on it and the change and the effective change, you know, how effective or the effective change you want to make. Um, so that's more of my encouraging who, who's ever hearing this or listening to this. Yeah. It's, it's important and valid to, um, to approach and navigate and maneuver and, and act on, um, you know, your, your viewpoints and, and choices. So, yeah. Very good point. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, James, is there anything else we need to chat about today? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't necessarily have the only other thing that had come up for me was about, um, being in the flow. Mm. And so, uh, lately I was talking about how, um, recently I made a decision to, uh, be more in the flow. Like, for instance, usually as a, a fixed water sign, you know, I guess I'm revealing kind of like my, my astrology there. <laughs> I might often feel like a like a lake or a glacier, like a calm lake. Uh, but lately, society and activities and things have kind of felt like, 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 boom, 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 happening. Like, like it, life has been happening. <laughs> right, right. Things yeah. have been happening. And so, um, at one point this year, and I'm just, I'll just summarize it or paraphrase it. I consciously made a decision. I was like, all right, it's springtime. Like the energy of spring is very like blossoming, opening, coming out of winter, there's rebirth, you know, the whole Easter and that sort of thing. And then going into summer, um, um, is, you know, a whole different type of energy, but it's really the earth a life is moving and happening like fall and winter is more of like the chill back. Let me kind of go within vibe and even fall. Let me prepare for when life slows down or, or the environment slows down a bit. And so except for those people that live in cold climates where it snows, <laughs> and, uh, but still, yeah, yeah you got to stay inside. You know what I mean? They get snowed in. Like we don't really get too much snow here in the South. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, I made a decision. I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to stay in tune with the universe or with the society. I'm going to be a river. I'm just going to hop in a river and I'm a, I'm going. And we're going to be a river at least for two seasons. <laughs> okay. And so since I made that decision, like so many things have been happening. And obviously some trust comes with that and, and you know, working through some 
emotions or resistance and stuff. But part of the struggle comes from the resistance. Right. Like me resisting, like at one point I was like, oh, this is happening, that's happening, that's happening. And I don't wait, 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 wait. I don't know how to maintain. But then once I decided, yo, I'm just going to be in the river and go with it. It's a lot easier. Things are still happening, but it's a, and it's, it's a lot easier. It's a lot smoother. Address it. Don't address it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I'll go and stay focused. You know, again, even going back to that of being focused on intention and purpose, but being clear about intention, being clear about it, purpose, my activity, what's in harmony, what resonates, what's not resonating, what's coming, what's going. A, I don't have to pay attention to all of it as much, but then B, um, like really noticing and being in tune with what, what is happening, what is coming to fruition, where, where is my energy being called? Um, and is it in alignment with my intention and my purpose and my focus? Yeah. And so the decision becomes easy of like, yo, this is in the flow. This is in the flow of where I'm flowing, where God has called me to flow, where spirit has called me to flow, where the divine has called me to flow and what's laid in front of me. And so I, I need to, you know, it's at least for me, my time to give my focus, you know, they call it eye on a sparrow. Keep my eye on the sparrow, keep it moving, keep action going, stay in the flow as much as possible. And um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots been getting done. Lots been happening. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm in the flow. So that's been a huge shift for me because, again, usually historically I'm like laid back. And it's when things start popping and different things start happening. I'm, you know, I'm resisting it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, slow it down, slow down, or, you know, calm it down. I, I just need to chill in one or two things. Um, but lately, yeah, I've I, I just been on a go and it's been, uh, yeah, it feels good actually to be moving at this pace and moving forward. I, actually, I kind of feel like I get, you know, when you say, because I know you're, you're, you're ambitious and you're active and you know, you, you, like we talked a little bit last time, you know, you, you, you move. And so it feels good to like be in some movement, you know, at least moving more than I used to. Mm. And, uh, and then, uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's hmm. the only other, other component that was, uh, coming up. One thing I want to share just for people that are listening. Um, and if I heard you right, James, I feel like a big part of what's helping you with that movement is, uh, the mantra. In the intention, like if you, mm. once you feel the resistance come up, if you didn't have that commitment, so to speak, or the added intention to, and you kind of have it, it sounds like you have it for a time frame. Sounds like you said two seasons. And, um, but I, uh, if not, you would just kind of do what you used to do. And there's no, there's no reason to demonize. There's no, or say, oh, what you were doing before was wrong. Like, mm -hmm. I think sometimes people can hear that and be like, oh, he, saw he was doing something wrong. I think you just wanted a different experience and this is going right. to carry you to seeing something new or, you know, also leaning into new feelings and emotions that maybe sometimes you exactly. shy away from. And that's okay. Like, again, sometimes we just don't want to experience a discomfort or more movement and that's okay. Like some, right. you know what I mean? It's yeah, for sure. something, something came up like a couple of weeks ago, I think on the podcast or my other one where I was talking about, um, you can, how do I want to put it? 
you can want to change something without hating where you are. Mm. And that's kind of what I think it's almost like, I feel like, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if it's something different, but like, I think people get afraid to not commit to a certain way of being because they've done it for such a long time or switch up something in their routine or even do something different. And I'm like, stop thinking about it as you quitting and, or, um, how do I want to put like, not even that you're, yeah. Some people are afraid to quit something because they're like, I've been committed to this for so long, but I see it as like, we're like switching up the movie. Like I've been watching this movie for a while, but having a new intention feels like you're switching up the movie a little bit and you're having a different experience. It's just, that's all it is. And you can let me know if any, what that sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of uh, all of it. Cause yeah. um, uh, for sure, again, up for interpretation and how people receive it or in the context of their situation, if the motivation comes from discomfort great if the motivation comes from boredom great if the motivation comes from inspiration uh great well i say great but actually that's a good point being aware where's the motivation coming from mm -hmm. and like you point. say going back to that intention and so if this person because sometimes again um where it's coming from can be blinding or, or, or putting a cast or a hue on all the action and the activity and what's going on. Right. And so being clear about someone's intention and maybe realigning or readjusting can make a world of difference on the choices and the decisions and the activity. And an experience can become then more fun yeah. than miserable or suffering. Right. Like, oh, I'm actually having fun. And let's just bring it full circle. The same thing about when we talk about hosting meetings, I'm actually having fun. Like I'm right. actually benefiting. I'm actually so thankful to the people who show up and the, the um, audience. And I'm thankful people are thankful for me. And so yeah. again, it's a symbiotic mutual benefit. Um, and so uh, I get so much from it. They get so much from it. And then I feel like we learn and we grow, you know, at least that's a hope or an intention or a prayer together. And, um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, can the, I ask you, I, I don't yeah. know if you know this quote and maybe you've told it to me actually. Um, the way you start something is the way it continues or like the way you start something is somehow how you end it. Do you know that one? Did you tell me that one? I, I, I said, I might've said something similar because, um, what is it? What is what you say? <laughs> All right, audience. Uh, so uh, one of my good, fr uh, uh, a good friend, he, we were talking about relationships or partnerships or what have you. And he was giving advice that, um, the way a situation starts is usually how it continues. So in the context, again, context, how long ago did you talk to this friend? Sorry. I, it's I been know, years. It's, it, no, this was years ago. This Because I've had ago. this mantra in my head for years. Like, yeah, it, it, was, is, it was some years. It's been this has sh shaped me for years. So that's like, yeah. okay, so it was it's, you that told me this. Yeah, so that's what 
So the way you start something is how it continues. Okay. Sorry for cutting you off, but yeah, I'm really no, it's curious. Okay. Yeah. And so it was basically in the context of, okay, let's just use again, the, the primary example. If I'm in a partnership and there's tendency, man, we covered a lot of topics in this podcast, but there, if there's a tendency to, you know, be friendly and kind and, you know, show what they call that, showing the good face, showing the good side, you know, quote unquote good but showing the loving side and the be on best behavior for like six months. But like after six months, sometimes um, people find out stuff or people get tired of being happy every day, every time they see the partner or get tired of being polite or, cause again, they were, they, there may have been a person, a person may have been showing a certain side of themselves right. to reel a person in or to manifest a situation but then really wasn't being their genuine, authentic self or how they are every day. Yeah, yeah. And so once that gets tired or that inspiration leaves, it's like, then comes in the time of like, oh, okay, dang, I, I, I shouldn't have, uh, or actually to, and I guess to, just to go there and see how this comes out, but warning signs might happen in the first six months. And I know I, I've, I've, you know, been, you know, quote unquote, guilty of this myself, of uh, people saying certain things early on at the beginning of a relationship. But I was so focused on what I wanted that I completely ignored whatever they were saying. And I was like, okay, now nah, that's no problem. We'll deal with that. And then that same issue come up at a later date and time. Yeah. And it'd be like, dang, I'm tired of, let's just say it was trust. And this is an actual scenario. I had somebody tell me early on, like, oh, I have trust issues. I have trust issues. I have trust. Issues. I was like, oh, no, it's okay. You know, that's fine. We don't worry about it. You know, we'll get through it. It's all good. Da, 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 da. Man, them trust issues came up at a later, you know, six months down the line, whatever. It was a problem. <laughs> yeah, I didn't right. have it. I didn't have <laughs> it in me to move past it at that, you yeah. know, further. And so that's, that's kind of like what, what a bit of that mantra that saying is about mm. is like how we start something or basically how I'm taking it. Just be who we are, you know, be who we are, you know, and mm. do a self check and see what the motive intention is, motivation, da, 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 because, um, yeah, if I wasn't this polite, you know, every day, then it's kind of tough that, yeah, I'm still going to have to be that polite you know, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, that's why the person is, you know, that's why this situation is being, is manifesting or is being attracted to me because I'm putting out the polite energy. And so I, I really need to be a polite person. I would you know, almost every day, but go ahead. I would almost say that's, that's how people get attached to you. You know, right. there's some, there's some parts where, yeah, like I can see attraction coming in. And also though, those people, can't stay in your realm if you're not giving off the certain vibe. So I actually yeah, see it more right. as like, that's how they stay. Not maybe so much how they got there, but that could be why they continue to orbit and like attach. Like that's how I, some, yeah. and I think it can be both, you know, right, obviously right, right. it's just like a little bit of both, but yeah, if you're not always masking, but also James, I just want to share like that. That's been something I've taught. I've thought about with jobs with books, any activity I've done, I say how I start something is how it's going to continue or maybe even potentially how it's going to end, you right. know? And so when I start to feel anxious around a project or a relationship or something like that, I get centered 
because mm. part of me is like, if I really, if I really want to do this in this direction, I think part of it's perception. I think part of it is the energy mm. you start something with is also the energy you carry through it. Mm. And so if I have a certain judgment or a certain fear going into it, but yet I'm still going to move through it with this fear intact. I want to have more either perspective on that fear or even some calm and figure out what the fear is first before I just like run into the fire, because it may not be a fire if I just uh. calm down and figure out what's going to what's going down and causing the fear. Yeah. So I've used that plenty of times, not just in relationships, but most. so this is juicy, y'all. Listeners, ourselves, audience, all of the above. Same thing, political, climate, disruptions, whatever. Moving yeah. through the fire. Clarity. How is, you know, what is my purpose in engaging in these conversations and activities? And what frequency am I going to use to attract the outcome that's desired? And so just again, yeah. like, like you're saying, having that taking that extra step to be clear or like you say, be comfortable or even, you know, have a shift in perception just before moving forward or to move forward, you know, to give yourself grace or acceptance or, you know, evolving to better navigate a situation and make effect, you know, make change, make lasting yeah. effective change. Because again, um, if that's the intention and the, and the desire, um, yeah, being at our best or giving it our best and, and, um, navigating it, you know, navigating it, navigating until we get to the outcome. Is I wanted to make a TikTok that I was pretty sure could have went semi-viral. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like I, I don't, I've never, I didn't make it. So I don't, I don't have the proof for that, but something okay. within my anger and within what I want to talk about, especially with my ex um, evangelical roots, yeah. I had a feeling it was going to press some buttons. And yeah. I even did a card reading for myself. And I was like, you know, universe, should I, should I talk about this? And in the three card spread that I got the last, and I even asked him, I said, put out, there's a yes or a no card, like a clear mm -hmm. yes or no card that says those words. Yes. but they're two different cards. Or no. And the last one was no. Oh. And I asked them to give me a clear yes or no. And it said no. Wow. It's, and so I really, I think now, uh, post like few days later, not that it would have been a bad situation for me. Like maybe I could have kept mm -hmm. up with it, but if it would have gone and popped off in the way that I thought that it would, uh -huh. I think I would have continued to attract an audience that mm -hmm. wanted to keep talking in that way. And that's not something I want to talk about all the time. So it almost makes me a little bit emotional because I think that that was grace for me. Like, I think even the idea that I had to ask whether to do it or not should have been the grace that I knew was coming from my soul that this is not the time to talk about that because I'm seeing other people on TikTok doing similar things and they're having, they're having to talk about these things mm. all the time now mm. because they jumped up 60,000 followers overnight. And that's not really, that's, I don't want to get into division. And I do think I would have put myself on a side, which is fine. Like I, part of me wanted to talk about my feelings and my past and all these things and, uh -huh. you know, totally valid in that. And then they were like, but be aware of the audience you will attract. 
and what they will need you to keep talking about. And if that's not something you want to keep talking about, then you may not want to talk about it in the first place. You know, so when people ask, and I heard this from a quote somewhere too, it's like, I think it was Oprah that said, oh, Carolyn Mays was talking to Oprah on Super Soul Sunday. And Mm -hmm. she said that voice, that one that says, hey, wait, maybe you want to wait on that. She said, that's grace. Mm. that's God. That's grace. That is your soul asking for pause or, you know, keeping you from a situation that may not be in alignment with what it is you're really Mm. wanting to do. And that is also grace. And so I do think, you know, that was grace stepping in for me because to be honest, I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to talk about topics very strongly in that way on a daily basis. It would disturb my soul at this mm. point in my journey. I'm not an activist. I am a past. I always think, I don't think what would Jesus do? I think of what would Mother Teresa do? Mm. I really do. Yeah, because yeah. she okay. was like, never invite me to a um, uh, a rally where people are going against something, uh, ask me to go to the peace rally or ask me to go mm. to this. Like, that's what she wanted to facilitate. You know, don't invite me to the inflammatory and the fighting invite me to where there's, we're, we're all searching for the same, you know, when I hear a peace rally, I'm thinking of peace for all, you know? And so I always think, what would mother Teresa do right now? And, mm. um, she wouldn't, she wouldn't put down on a certain group of people and she wouldn't tell people, that they're wrong or stupid or ignorant or all the things that um, were coming up in my soul that I was triggered to say. And, um, and I think I'm better for it. I may not have the following that I probably could have gotten overnight Mm. for making Mm. a video that way, but Uh it's not, you got to keep it in perspective. You don't want to attract people into your, your sphere. If that's not the direction you're going, it could deter, that could have derailed me from my purpose in a second. You just never know. Like I saw it happen to a creator just the other day, literally her following jumps like 70,000 overnight. And it's a bunch of people that she doesn't really, that's not what she was talking about prior. That's not what she was talking. Now that's all she's talking about to keep these people satisfied. Uh, And, um, And so it's taking away from her message where she was talking about healing all the time and all these other things. So, um, so yeah, that was grace for me. So, so audience out there, uh, one takeaway or message, keep your eyes on the prize (laughs) and on the sparrow, Mm -hmm. however that plays out or represents the people. Is that a song? That's something out there. It's a common phrase. It's a song, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure it probably comes even from some uh, religious literature. Yeah, um, I just want to look it up. But yeah, hopefully the sentiment is still there. If I knew the song, I'd even sing it. But right now, I'm just going to say, keep your keep your eyes. Jimmy Cliff. Really? Okay. Yeah. Tunnel vision, even. Well, not, you know, tunnel vision. I'll get blinded or anything be totally focused on your objective Ooh, the sentiment uh yeah this is like actually a song that's been recreated by a bunch of people um i almost want to read the lyrics (laughs) for some reason let's not i don't know what was copyright and all that is that a thing i think no i think i think you're allowed to at least we can at least quote a little bit of it oh yeah yeah, let's go with the quotes we already said who it came from so go ahead yeah um let's see which part i want to 
Keep your eyes on the sparrow when the going gets narrow. Mm. I was about to do that. But... Seeing if there's ain't gonna fight with no thief in the night, won't do it. I'm gonna go where the cold wind don't blow. Keep mm. your eyes on the sparrow when the going gets narrow. And that's just like a little verse with it. But mm. um Yeah, I think that's when I the going a, gets narrow. And it's a good message to uh to close out with for sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, James. This was a pleasure as always, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you too, Ray. I appreciate you very much. And we uh, we appreciate everybody listening today. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. And if you enjoyed this episode, maybe share it with a friend that you think would really enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. Leave a kind review, click the fifth star, all the things. And uh, we will be back next week. Yes, yes, yes. And feel open to, uh, if you want to reach out via email or any social media platforms, also too, you're welcome to leave comments or offer any feedback or questions or any topics you would like us to talk about on future episodes. So again, yes, thank you all for, for being here and listening, um, to the grace, accept evolve podcast. Yes. With James. See you guys. See y'all till next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta stop that. <laughs>